0: The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lange Sporting Goods, Zion Christian Academy, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Coach's Corner, Fast Stop Convenience Stores, Lee Company, and Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their Ortho Quick Walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net.
1: It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao.
2: Welcome back in. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yow JP Plant pushing buttons today. Intern to Lawson Smith in studio helping us out with the video. If you're watching us on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube or at sm-tnsports.com, you, you, are, looks. you are watching via Lawson's video. So, thank you, Lawson. We appreciate it. As you see, the West Seventh Cam as well. Super excited for.
0: It's looking pretty gloomy out there.
2: This well, it's it's five o'clock on Monday, so there's no such thing as it's a stormy Monday, but uh, there's no such thing as gloom at five o'clock on a Monday. As Monday's over. What well, doesn't matter what it looks like outside. We're going to the house. We're gonna. Eat some steak.
1: A steak on a Monday.
0: I did that last night. Yeah, living I, right. Well, I right. <laughs> it's, it's, can't hide much. We have two
2: options. We have chicken or steak tonight, yeah. and I and I defrosted the steaks. So. Okay, all right. Guess we're gonna go with. Steak.
3: I was gonna say, why not both? Go outside of the box. Do a little bit of steak. Do a little mm-hmm. bit of chicken. Because
2: I'm not rich. And so I have okay. to have two different nights of. I, I know, but like. <laughs> cut them in half. Spread it out. Cut them in half
3: or, yeah. you know, portion it up. This guy. Throw
2: some throw some I some don't rice. Know. Th- throw some rice Sp- in
1: there. But spoken like a guy who doesn't have a job that pays for his food, I guess, right? Well, I mean. <laughs>
2: I've done it. Because I've been
3: I'm there. I'm working on it. I know you.
1: And you're doing a fine job, year. <laughs>
2: I've I've done the chicken and the steak with the with with some rice and the egg and did some like some like fried the hibachi rice. yeah, yeah the hibachi grill and I, and I did that one time mm-hmm. so we mm-hmm. might do that <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> I think Chip was reminding us he's a, a lot. No, he's, no he's no.
4: And, I, you know, here I am with the hoy polloi of, of, you know, steak on Monday night. <laughs> I know, right?
0: I just thought you didn't want us to forget you. Uh, joining us on the line is Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders. Good Monday afternoon, Chip. I'm sorry.
4: Good Monday but, evening, as we well, learned is, last was, week. Does it officially go from afternoon to evening at 5 o'clock? 5.01,
0: apparently. I did not know. Okay. Yeah. So, good Monday evening.
4: Well, and back at you all too. And uh, understand, we we had a huge rain over here today. Understand, you guys did not. Uh, we got a little. Yet, we
0: got a little during that Megan Moore segment, but it had stopped by the time she got off the air. So she was able to get to her car without getting wet. So that was a good thing.
4: Yeah. Well, I, if that reminds me. While I say I was I was li- watching slash listening a little bit when uh, she was on. And wanted to throw a shout out to, uh, Coach Claiborne, Lee Claiborne. I saw he was online as well when I was and, and, um, he, uh, you know, uh, Coach Claiborne has had a couple of challenges and, you know, trying to be good to himself, uh, health wise. And it was good to see him on there and just want to give him a shout out. And, uh, and, uh, also while I'm thinking about it, I don't know whether you guys touched on it, but congrats to, uh, to, uh, the greatest prep Editor of all time, uh, Mr. Marion Wilhoit, who uh, was uh, inducted into the TWSAA Hall of Fame over the weekend, and glad to see Miss Dorothy was able to be there to accept for it.
0: We did touch on that in the open, and um, so you you just throwing Hall of Famers out there left and right there with Coach Claiborne and, and Marion, and, and we're glad to hear that Coach Claiborne was on and checking us out, and hope he'll continue to do so as well. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Chip, big weekend for you, um, Parrothead.
4: Yeah, I, well, I went Friday night. That was about, the, I, that, I think that's, a, I don't, I can't remember exactly. I think that's about the fifth time that I've seen Mr. Buffett. And those, I had those tickets. I bought them actually probably late 2019 because that was the, it was going to be, it was for a show that was scheduled. In May of 2020, it got pushed back to May of 2021, which about six months ago, they pushed to May of 2022. Then about three months ago, said, whoops, let's back it up a little bit. Oh, and they brought it to July of this year and added two other shows that were took place two weeks ago. Goodness. So uh, it, it was fun. Uh, and good, good night down uh, on the banks of the Cumberland River.
1: Chip, I believe you were um, also partaking with the show with my co-host on Friday mornings.
4: That's right. Yeah, uh, Roxy, Roxy Snow and I would yeah. go back to high school days, and and uh, we we kind of sometimes we'll fill in for each other when we need need somebody when we need a seat filler. <laughs>
1: Those are good friends to have.
4: Yep, it is. And uh, but yeah, it was a good time, and uh, and I'm trying to th- We were we were talking during the uh, that you know. All the the big major hits that uh, the only thing, uh, I think the only thing he didn't play that I expected to hear was Pencil Thin Mustache. But I know where I can go find that. So, But everything else he did. (laughs) That's
0: awesome. I'm glad you had a good weekend, Chip. Um, Big news coming out of Blue Raider-dom. With Reed Blankenship again making the Bednarik watch list, uh, among other things, for, for the football program?
4: Yeah, and and I'm kind of going a little bit of a different order and just kind of go team back to a group of players and then to read a little bit, but the conference announced uh, the their official preseason predicted order of finish or preseason poll, whatever you want to call it, and and I, and I, and and I, I think, you know, a lot of times they are predict preseason polls can be a little meaningless and probably in this year coming out of COVID and the first year of the transfer portal, there's probably never been a year when they're more meaningless (laughs) Uh, because nobody knows who anybody's got, you know, you know, I guess they know, but you know, how are they going to fit in and all that kind of stuff. But middle's picked in about the middle of the pack in the east marshall was picked to win uh florida atlantic picked second western third charlotte middle fiu old dominion uh in the east uab uh utsa louisiana tech southern miss rice north texas and utep in the west but you know it's uh I don't think you need to go to sleep on, on this, this, blue, this Blue Raider team with uh, you know, some of the, the new pieces they have. But um, in addition to the order of finish that came out today, the, uh, the conference, this is the first time I remember this. They have put out a preseason watch list. And basically they have chosen five players from each school To be on the watch list and middle, so middle has five players: Uh, Jaron Pierce, senior wide receiver; he's he's fun to watch. Jordan Palmer, offensive lineman, uh, uh, offensive center for the Blue Raiders; he he anchors that. Jordan Ferguson, defensive lineman, uh, has an opportunity to have an outstanding uh, junior year coming up. And Reed Blankenship, uh, the senior safety. And uh, also in special teams, punter Kyle Ulbrich, who uh, is just fantastic. Uh, Ulbrich is also on the watch list. And you mentioned Blankenship for the third straight year, he has been named to the Chuck Bednarik Award uh, watch list. And uh, that's that's a that's a pretty good uh, defensive award. It goes to the college defensive player of the year. Uh, Bednarik played at Penn, and I didn't remember that, but I do remember seeing him uh, play and especially a lot of video of him when he would play for the Eagles. And, and just, you know, when you think of him, you think of toughness and, and Reed Blankenship, you know, fits in that mold pretty well.
2: No question there. Hey, uh, as I'm scrolling through Twitter earlier today, I noticed that uh, middle has a, has gotten a pretty big commitment in the last week. From Fayette Ware, three-star quarterback Kyle Lowe.
4: True, and uh, don't know a whole lot about him other than you know what what, what you read right there. But uh, it's you know you're you're seeing. I'm I'm kind of the I I, I get to be you know part of the you know uh, the every day that goes by I'm more of the old guy you know sometimes get off my yard sometimes not but <laughs> but. Uh, You know, we're seeing kids commit earlier and earlier and, you know, our, you know, our offers, you know, are they really going out for the class of 2024 or 2025? I guess they are. But uh, but Fayette Ware, uh, you know, that's obviously did not play last year. So, you know, here they're going to be coming back to play this fall and we hope everything goes as planned with with all that uh, because the city of Memphis didn't play last year. Shelby County schools didn't. So, you know, it, it, he's, uh, it's a, it's a very intriguing name right now, but you know, when you look at, okay, where does he fall? You know, you got Bailey Hockman who's going to have a couple of years left. And so, you know, you're, they're, they're trying to continue to stack that up to where they've got a, you know, pretty much of a seamless transition as time goes, goes through there.
2: Yeah. Uh, I- Kyle Lowe is again out of Fayette Ware, three star quarterback, the grandson of Woodrow Lowe Senior, College Football Hall of Famer. Played,
0: played in played, Alabama.
2: Played, who played for Alabama.
0: Wow, okay. I did not know that. I know I believe his dad is the coach at Fayette Ware. So, um Kyle's dad, not Woodrow's dad. But, uh, <laughs> uh,
2: Trey, uh, I guess that's his cousin, is the starting quarterback at Southern Miss. So Okay. There's that. All right. Yeah. I mean, yep. this is this is a guy who's got some. He's he's got some pedigree to him,
4: and you get some pedigree, got some bloodlines, and uh, and uh, yeah, you're right. So that yeah, that's a good one, and, and you know, that's an area where, uh, you know, obviously, new offensive coordinator Brent Deerman uh, has a lot of West Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, Arkansas ties from his days with Bethel arkansas tech and also you know just throughout his career when he was at auburn and kansas and and in those places so that's good to see i if you don't follow brett Deerman on twitter you need to do that he's he's a good follow and and just gets a ton of reaction from uh, other high from high school coaches and high school players and things like that so it's 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 kind of a, a bit of a pied piper out there and Kind of fun to watch him interact. So, media day—that
2: is Wednesday. coming up Wednesday. Okay,
4: and it's it, Wednesday for Coach Stock uh, and Conference USA is going to go uh, virtual again uh, with Zoom, and Stock goes at eleven o'clock from uh, eleven to eleven thirty, eleven forty-five, and then uh, zips down to our first Blue Raider Blitz. Spot and that will be in Mount Juliet on uh, Wednesday from noon to 1.30. So, um, so that 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 all that cranks up this week as well. So we've got four stops this week: Mount Juliet, Shelbyville on Wednesday, Franklin and Nashville on Thursday.
0: And then next Wednesday, then the train
4: rolls in to the Dimple next Wednesday. Next
0: Wednesday from twelve to one thirty at Puckett's on the Square, here in town. So if you're an MTSU alum, if you're an MTSU fan, hope to see y'all at that event. So, yep. Cheers. Oh, go ahead. Yes, sir. No, no, no. Go Go ahead. ahead. Oh, I just wanted to ask you. You have nothing. (laughs) Well, I, I have something. I saw a tweet from MTSU Athletics. Um, I guess maybe it was on Friday. Uh, join us Tuesday for a look back at Blue Raider history as host Chip Walters and at Chris Massaro, AD, chat with six former MT. I hate that. with Six former Middle Tennessee State student athletes. Um, Tuesday, July 20th, 12 o'clock noon. It'll be live on Twitter at MT Athletics. Tell me a little bit more about this, because I see some of the names. Raleigh Bishop, um, former baseball player, Nathaniel Claybrooks, who played football there and played at um, Maplewood, I believe. Former golfer. Uh, You
4: are correct, sir. Former
0: golfer, Jason um, Millard. Millard. Millard, Millard. okay. Um, Former wrestler and longtime Father Ryan wrestling coach, Patrick Simpson, um women's basketball, Kate coat. I'm sorry. Women's basketball player, Jamie Tomatis Thomas and ex blue Raider, Boogie Yates. Um, is this going to be like a panel discussion kind of thing or are they each yep. kind of one on? Oh, okay. Huh.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, it'll, it, there'll be, a, there'll be a little bit of both. It'll, it'll be panel. And, you know, we did two or three of these last summer and, uh, you know, kind of a look back, you know, you know, kind of you know, remembering some of the great folks that have been in the past, and and I hope you guys can can tune in uh, tomorrow. It'll be on Facebook Live on the on the Blue Raider Athletics Facebook page. Uh, it's really fun to talk to some of these guys. I tell you, and you know, you look at that group, and when you, when I know I'm old is I I saw every one of them except Patrick Simpson mm-hmm. uh, play their sport uh, at middle. Now, Patrick Simpson, as you mentioned, is a wrestler. There are a ton of folks that had no idea that Middle had a wrestling program and a really good one mm-hmm. in the late, mid to late 70s. Yeah. Uh, it was short-lived, but Patrick Simpson was outstanding. And uh, as you mentioned, longtime Father Ryan coach, and, and I think he's going to be joining us from some event in South Dakota. North tomorrow. Dakota. So North Dakota, uh, Fargo, it's a national. Okay. Yeah. 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 So he, yeah, he, he will be there and he'll be joining us on there. So it'll be kind of enlightening for a lot of folks to, you know, kind of, you know, kind of throw back, you know, and talk about some of the, some of the good old days and, and some of the great players and, you know, it's nice to kind of bring some of those names back in and, and, uh, and, you know, and see some smiles on their faces and, and uh where they think, you know, maybe they didn't forget me
0: around here <laughs> That's awesome, particularly like you said with um with Pat Simpson, the former wrestler because again, a lot of those guys are out and about in across Tennessee and the southeast in coaching roles and, and you know
4: helping in that great sport. so that'll be some good stuff tomorrow. yeah, that'll be that'll be really fun and and again, it's uh, you just go to Facebook live. If you're, you know, having lunch at your desk or whatever, or plan to have lunch at your desk, just uh, crank up the the old uh, Facebook page, Blue Raider Athletics, and we'll go for about an hour, somewhere right in there. And uh, there'll be some panel discussion, like we said. Then we'll kind of break out a little bit with each one, kind of get a little more in depth with them, that kind of thing.
2: Sounds like a plan. Maybe a
4: surprise or two along the way. You never know. (laughs) Hey. That's called a tease. We're here. <laughs> we're here
2: for surprises. We're here for surprises.
0: Oh, oh okay. Got gotcha. you, <laughs>
2: Chip. Thanks so much for joining us, man. We we appreciate your time as we as we do each and every Monday. We thank you for your uh, efforts in being with us.
4: Ah, uh, not a problem, guys. Talk to you later.
2: All right, Chip Walters, voice of the Blue Raiders on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. When we come back. Talk some ACC football with C.L. Brown, of the Raleigh News and Observer. So stick around. Southern Middle Tennessee sports today returns after this. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com.
0: Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff.
2: Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee.
1: High school sports and beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today.
2: Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint, coming to you live from the Lee Company Studio. 27 minutes past the hour here, and we are taking you home on this Monday evening. Happy to be doing that. If you're listening on, WKOM 1017 FM, we appreciate it. If you're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or sm-tnsports.com, we appreciate you there as well. Make sure to comment, let us know that you're you're watching and enjoying your time on the show today. We are excited to continue our college football preview segments as today it's... The Atlantic Coast Conference Coastal Division, and to help us because we need it, we need all the help <laughs> we can get from the Raleigh News and Observer is C. L. Brown, Mr. Brown. How's it going,
5: gentlemen? I'm doing well, just uh, ready for football to to get into full steam, get this season going.
0: Are you really ready?
5: Yeah, I mean, you know, at, uh, I cover North Carolina and ever since the Orange Bowl kind of on the heels of last year, um, there's there's just been a lot of excitement and really kind of gets old talking about, you know, what may happen and expectations, you know what I mean? <laughs> Although this is probably the most anticipated season uh, in Chapel Hill in, you know, quite some time, <laughs> uh, you know, a couple of decades at least. So... Uh, uh it, it would have been that way before the sanctions hit in Butch Davis's, you know <laughs> that final season he had, it would have been that probably would have would have uh been the last time there was this much interest and this much hype surrounding Carolina football.
0: Well and, and I guess a lot of that hype has to do with as is the case so often, the quarterback. Um Sam Howell seems to be really rocketing up a lot of folks' boards for twenty three uh twenty two.
5: He should be. But the thing is, you know, Sam Howell is a really, I don't want to call him an introvert totally, but, you know, he's he sticks close to his family and his friends. Um, he's not very charismatic. You're not going to see him, even, uh, even with the name, image and likeness passing, you know i don't think he's going to take advantage of it in the same way that that say miami derrick derrick king has taken advantage of it already you know like um he's just real kind of content to to be in his own space and and in his own skin and he doesn't really he doesn't really look for uh or, or seek out a lot of the fame and and flash that comes with playing quarterback you know so um uh, it, it, the Carolina isn't really going to do a big Heisman campaign for him, although talent wise and you know potential trajectory wise, he could have that kind of a season. More. But Carolina, you know, there won't be any Sam Powell bobbleheads out there or anything <laughs> like that.
2: Well, that's unfortunate. I was looking forward to getting one. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you a funny story. As I was listening to uh, George Plaster comes on before our show. Each uh, Monday through Friday, two to four, and he has Watson Brown as a co-host. Well, Watson calls Mac up, and uh, yeah, it's pretty easy to do that when (laughs) he's your brother. Yeah, right. Uh, So Mac Brown on the show, they're talking about Sam and and you know his first his first you know real competition in the spring game, and after the you know Watson said, "When did you know Sam was going to be the quarterback?" He goes. Oh, about ten minutes into the spring game, <laughs> and uh, so after the after the game was over, Max said, "My eight year old grandson come up and goes, so Sam's a starter, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's how that's how much better he was on the field than anybody else North Carolina had, and they weren't expecting that. I mean, nobody expected Sam Howell to come in and be the guy, and he's he he certainly has been, and now. North Carolina finds himself as the favorite in the Coastal Division would wouldn't you say CL?
5: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think uh when the when the actual ACC voting um takes place which which ACC had their kickoff on uh Wednesday and Thursday. Um I, I I think Carolina will edge out Miami. Uh well, I say edge out. I think they they will be in front of Miami. I don't know how close the voting will be, but I think pretty much between Carolina and Miami in the coastal and and Carolina happens to have that game at home this year. Um, So, uh, and that will be a big game. And then they play Notre Dame uh, two weeks after that. They have a bye week, then they play Notre Dame. Those will probably be the two pivotal games of Carolina's schedule uh, this season.
0: The ACC should really make Notre Dame join. The conference across the board or kick them out in football that. yeah I, um yeah I'm, I'm very grudgeful about that cl brown <laughs> from the raleigh news and observer joining us so um besides unc and miami or miami and usc and unc depending um what do you expect out of the rest of the coastal division
5: well, I think Pittsburgh is going to be kind of one of those sneaky good teams. Um, they, they don't have a lot of flash to them on offense, and, and that could end up being, you know, what what ultimately makes their season a huge success or, or even a failure. But they do return Kenny Pickett at quarterback, uh, who is a rare fifth year starter thanks to, you know, the, the waiver everybody got for COVID and eligibility. Um, so he'll be back. They have a potentially kind of elite defense on that side, but they just got – they got to score points. Like, they, they they just haven't been able to produce a whole lot, or they weren't last year able to produce a whole lot offensively. But I think Pittsburgh could probably be a, a, a sneaky team. And then from there, I think it, it kind of drops off. Virginia, Virginia Tech, I feel like are, are kind of, you know, toss-ups. They'll be competitive, but I don't really see them getting over the hump. And I think Georgia Tech and, and Duke will – Georgia Tech, I feel like is rebuilding and, and trending upwards in their rebuild um, because it's already started. Duke, I kind of feel like is regressing, uh, which you know David Cutcliffe has one of the toughest jobs to me in in all of uh, all of FBS football, and he's done a great job, but just this is when the cycle kind of you know you can't sustain that. I don't think you can sustain that at Duke forever, so he's he's kind of in a valley right now with with uh with Duke's program.
0: You know, obviously um we've got a little interest in Georgia Tech around here between Shaq Mason from Columbia Central having played there and Dante Smith from Spring Hill currently down there. I'm not sure And how... Brent Samaglia. And Brent Samaglia a transfer to Georgia Tech from UT. That's right. So um we we've, we've got um uh some pro Georgia Tech in the area, I'm not sure how dialed in you are on their personnel down there, CL. But certainly, there's not
5: totally, but I, I think they might have the best, uh, especially since Carolina's guys left Devontae Williams and Michael Carter. I think Georgia Tech and Griggs and Mason may have the best running back duo, um, definitely in the Coastal, probably in the ACC as a whole.
0: Mason's from Gallatin as well, so they've um they've done a pretty good job recruiting up this way. Um. CL, you mentioned Virginia Tech. Um, any heat on Justin Fuente yet? I don't think he's been what they expected when they grabbed him from Memphis.
5: Yeah, and I, I do think he's coming into this season. I do think he'll he'll be kind of the proverbial coach on the hot seat um, if I had to pick somebody. And strangely enough, I think it, it Louisville and, and Scott Satterfield, it, it had not been a long marriage <laughs> to begin with, but I, I feel like there's just kind of some comments he made mm-hmm. last year and in the, in the flirtation, or at least uh, when South Carolina's job came open, there was a, you know, they weren't sure if he was telling the truth publicly in terms of his interest in that job and, mm-hmm. and everything. And, and, and on the field, they just haven't had the, the big success either. So, you know, that, I think that leaves them vulnerable. So I, I think, if things really turn sideways in Louisville, I think he could also be someone who, uh, who, who might see himself without a job at the end of the year. I don't expect that to happen, but I think it's certainly, you know, it's certainly in the uh, field of play.
2: Justin Fuente, former Oklahoma City Yard Dogs quarterback of the AF2. Yeah. Oh,
0: wow. So random. <laughs> well, he played his college ball at Murray State, which um, CL's been to once or twice in his um, yeah, OVC yeah. basketball covering days at the Courier-Journal up in Louisville. So a um, lot of local connections there. That's that's good stuff there, Chris, with the AF2 reference. I just,
2: yeah. It,
0: I, I For some reason, I
2: remember a lot of quarterbacks from back then. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a, qu- it a
0: quarterback-driven game. There you and go. As as is the college game, like you said, CL. Um, you mentioned DeEric King. Um, obviously, taking advantage of this NIL situation, but um, he's going to have to back it up on the field, I would think.
5: Oh, for sure. And and one question, one major question is just you know how how healthy he is mm-hmm. coming off of that torn ACL uh, in the bowl game against Oklahoma state. I mean, uh, from, from all indications of how they've been talking about him, he's made a full recovery, but you know, until, until he's actually in that game action and, and, and really, is under pressure and and has to react and everything. I I kind of feel like it's it's wait and see. But certainly, you know, uh, once upon a time in in our lifetime, that ACL was pretty much a career ender. right? And now, you know, you see guys bounce back in eight months (laughs) and and they're back to to normal. So um, I do think uh, the the transfer they got from Oklahoma, Charleston Rambo, will be um, a big boost you know, offensively give King another weapon at receiver out there. Um, and I, I think that uh, – uh, I, I think they they have to be better on the offensive line because yes. last year they had – I was going to say
2: they were putrid uh, on the offensive line last
5: yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. They, they allowed – I think they allowed uh, the league worse. I know it was 30 sacks that they allowed, but um,
0: – Surely I, nobody I allowed more, there. huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, with a, with a guy like a De'Aaron King who is so dynamic, you know, you, you really hope that that knee is 100% and he's ready to go out and really play to his full skill set for Miami. Yeah,
5: because when he's you know, when he was at his best, he was fun to watch, that's for sure.
2: Does anybody on this side have a chance to win the ACC? <laughs>
5: I, I think so. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> it, it's all relative, right? Because Clemson compared to past Clemson teams are probably more vulnerable going into this year, you know, than certainly the last four years. But, um, uh, but, and obviously you still have to get past, you have to get over that hump mentally and on the scoreboard of beating Mm Clemson. But I I do think that there are enough teams um, who, who feel like who are also viewing Clemson as kind of like they, they can be had this year. There's not quite that air of invincibility around them uh, that Trevor Lawrence kind of the the confidence of having him back there at quarterback kind of gave them. So uh, we, we've all seen Dabo just being able to, reload and replace and keep it moving, you know, with that, with that program right now. But I do think knowing that you have a guy who's not as experienced and, and talented as, as Trevor Lawrence, at least right now, he might end right. up, being, but uh, you know, I, I think that there there are some teams that feel like they can take the crown. So, uh, and I, and I do think the ACC as a whole might be a little bit deeper than, than it was at least in the past couple of years, so it, it'll be fun to watch. I feel like I, I, I do think that that maybe maybe we will see a challenge to the crown this year.
0: And what's funny is while while everybody else in the conference feels like well, Trevor Lawrence is gone, Clemson probably feels like they saw enough out of DJ, and I'm not going to try his last name, but um you know who I'm talking about. I think he got enough play last year that they feel pretty good about what he was able to get done in in limited playing time.
5: Yeah, well, I mean, having to make that start at at Notre Dame last year for him and, and, you know, the way that he played in in a game that they certainly could have won, you know, they're right there. I, I think that said enough. I think that proved enough to a lot of people that that at least coming into this year, you know, you didn't go in the spring, Clemson wondering, okay, well, who's going to win out a quarterback battle and all this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you, you already knew who was the heir apparent. And I, I think that being able to get that leg up and and him going in and being a confident quarterback, I, I think that does both well for them, but there's still going to be a lot of defensive coordinators, especially in the ACC that says prove it, you know, <laughs> Let's see what you can do. Let's let's see how you can put this together for a full schedule, as opposed to you know just having a parachute in for a couple of starts. So, uh, and obviously it'll start with that that kickoff game against Georgia.
0: DJ Uwe Lele. am I <laughs> am I close, CJ? Uh, CL, I'm sorry.
5: Actually, I was hoping y'all would help me. I, I, I'm not going to try it. Man. I think it's Uwe
0: Lele. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm going to stand on that until somebody tells me otherwise. C.L. Brown with the uh, Raleigh News and Observer, joining us here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Um, C.L., appreciate you taking some time with us.
5: I always appreciate you guys having me.
0: It's ui Angalele.
2: Ue-ong. There's Ong? an N, just like tunga
0: There's no N in there.
2: Well, there's no N in tunga either, but... <laughs> There is. There's no <laughs> S or H in Shushevsky either, but here okay. we are.
0: <laughs> See, i have a good rest of your Monday evening, man.
2: <laughs> He's gone. Is he gone? Oh, oh, man. Um. Yeah. So it's... Uwe Angalele. Onglele. Lale.
0: Uwe Onglele. Okay. I'm not going to argue. Uh, That's... The the
2: the emphasis on ang and lay, Lalay. Okay, good luck. All right, to all of Are the you... ACC play by play uh, announcers. Uh, announcers, who have to yeah. Say it. I
0: mean, we we
2: just have to spell it. Yeah, good luck to you guys. Uh, I got nothing. When we come back, NHL and Monday Night Football news should be fun. Stick around. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day returns to the Lee Company Studio right after this. or visit covenanttechnology.net.
5: Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company. Call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at leecompany.com. That's leecompany.com.
1: tennessee sports today the sports talk show you've always wanted welcome back in to the show 13 minutes
2: to the top of the hour southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint coming to you from the lee company studio ah we're almost there one segment to go and monday will be done donezo see you later alligator (laughs) what y'all got going on tonight it's monday night You watching Raw? (laughs) I feel bad for anybody who does. Is Monday Night Nitro still on? Go Sting.
3: (laughs) I mean, hey, Sting's on AEW on Wednesdays.
2: Yeah, but he's like 84 years old. Sting is still out
3: there? Yeah. Oh, my goodness.
1: (laughs) Wow. The Stinger, man. Yeah. (laughs) Always always one of my
2: favorites. Big fan. Hey,
3: take it while you can get it.
2: So, no 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 wrestling tonight?
3: I mean, maybe. John Cena returned to I WWE last night. Did he really? Yeah, after being gone for a couple of years doing movies and stuff. And fans were actually excited to see him for once.
0: He's still a heel, though, right?
3: No. Mm. Is he a good guy now? Yeah, he's well, turned face. Okay. He's always been half-hated by the older people and then loved by the kids. Okay. But last night, everyone was happy to see him. So, wait, they they could see him? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> thinking, hey, yeah, there's I mean, there actually a little tidbit on commentary. <laughs> you can't see me. There's actually a tidbit on commentary. Uh, Pat McAfee uh, oh, when Pat Michael McAfee. Michael Cole was like, "It's John Cena," and Pat McAfee was like, "Where?" <laughs>
2: Ah, that's so good i love McAfee. If, if, if there's if, yeah if there's anybody who is primed for that role it's pat McAfee. it's, it's pat McAfee. i mean you, he can only do uh pay-per-views though <laughs> like, i don't think you could put him on network television Ooh, wow.
1: <laughs> although after a certain time at night on cable it doesn't it's matter, uh, yeah. the regulations are pretty uh, really relaxed a little
0: less yes huh. So um before we get into what we're gonna get into, I, I just came across something on Twitter here, scrolling through as I am wont to do. From at Dan Murphy ESPN. The NCAA spent sixty-eight million on legal counsel in the nineteen twenty fiscal year. Ten of its employees made more than five hundred grand with President Mark Emmert topping that list with two point nine mil. Jesus. Mm. And, Nonprofit, yeah, and it's <laughs> a um, it was a retweet, and and just that quick, uh, I lost it because um, somebody mentioned about how the um transfer portal is going to be the ruination of college. Yeah, Richard Deitz from Sports Illustrated, man, that transfer market is going to ruin college sports with all its chaos. I
3: agree.
2: Well, that that was completely tongue in cheek. Oh, without and question. And, yeah. and I look, nobody in the NCAA office needs to be earning that much money,
0: especially not for what they're doing.
2: they so are not doing. That's frustrating. Yeah, no doubt. I, I understand. I, I mean, it's, it's it's frustrating. It is what it is. And Mark Emmert, mm. least of all, securing the bag while doing nothing but getting yelled at all the time. <laughs> He and he and Roger Goodell—they just embrace the booze.
1: Well, that's that's worth the salary sometimes. Yeah. Maybe that's worth two point nine million. They'd have
0: to pay me to that accept to get, to get what yeah, he
1: gets. to accept all of the uh, all of the the booze, as you call it. Uh, that yep. was
0: one of the funniest things about watching the first round of the MLB draft last Sunday was, um, Manfred getting booed at, as <laughs> soon as they saw him coming out just. It's a rite of
1: passage for any commissioner of a sports friend. Uh,
0: yeah, but Rob Manfred gets is the sp- worst. Yeah, he, you
1: think so? Yeah.
2: He's the worst. He's the worst commissioner
0: See, in the well, history
2: of but professional sports. Does he get the,
1: the, the worst um, coverage from the fans? Is he uh, the most hated?
0: I think he, so. He More hated be. than Adele? Yes. I, I think it's just become I kind think they're hated for different reasons. I think Manfred – I don't even know if Manfred likes baseball. <laughs>
2: that he doesn't. I mean, he's – He's a negotiator investment guy like he, from Vegas like he's not a he's not he's at not all a baseball a guy.
1: And if you're not a baseball guy, you can't Well, he's not there to be a fan. He's there to make the baseball Major League baseball more money. But he, you can't It's the only
2: reason they brought him in. And yet, he's not doing that. The problem with that is that he has he has made the game
0: worse. Mm. Which in turn has driven away a lot of fans. Most of the fans. Which in turn impacts your bottom line. So, anyway, DH is coming. Yeah, I know.
2: Double double header, seven innings is gone. Mm-hmm. The base runner is gone.
0: Those were co- and they may those do were
2: something to
1: shift. Those were COVID. Um, Rules.
2: Yeah. Uh, That no.
1: At least that's what they're saying now. The
2: the ITB rule was put in place by COVID, but rest assured, they wanted to see if it would speed up the game.
1: Well, sure. (laughs) I mean, it it was the perfect opportunity to try something. Oh yeah, it was perfect in in the name of COVID. A lot of
0: things. Yeah, yeah.
1: And and uh, listen, you got to give them credit that they're going back because it didn't work. They're willing to admit that it didn't. It didn't work.
2: Again, it's eh. easier to admit it didn't work when you only did it because of COVID.
1: Well, but still, you can't.
2: It's it, it, it's nobody's going to say, "Well, we were wrong."
1: You know how stubborn these leagues are. <laughs> oh, without question. You know how so, stubborn these leagues are. They're anyway. never going to admit they're wrong.
2: Yeah. Um, we need to get into the NHL for one. Any any names that 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 were not protected that you were surprised at Lawson? and I know Yonkirk, obviously. Um, We're a little surprised by that.
3: I'd need to take a look at the list real quick. Yeah.
2: Well, you've only had two hours to. That's true. To, to know this was coming.
0: <laughs> yeah, as soon as NHL slash Prince went up on the run of show, while he's doing that, why don't you hit on your other? Yeah, let's let us let us hit on this real
2: quick. Monday Night Football is the mega cast deals where they've got the sky cams from like the national championship and whatnot. So Monday Night Football is going to have an additional broadcast ten times this year. Oh wow. It will be hosted by Peyton and Eli Manning.
0: Okay, that's going to be silly. I just, I just watched Peyton and Cooper on that Capital College Bowl. One College Bowl. I'd last like to night. see that.
2: Yeah. No, you don't.
1: It's, I think I, I, I always, you know what? I always wanted to be on the Knowledge Bowl, and I was never asked to be on it. I was always why? hurt by that. No. <laughs> you know, I know why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're goofy. Yeah. Peyton and Cooper are just. Of course they are. G- yeah. The,
2: the bad thing is that Peyton's jokes, you can tell the jokes are <clears throat> scripted on there. Because Peyton is just not a he
0: he is very much safe from that SNL appearance that he made, he's stiff. And I think this will be okay because
2: they're actually going to come to you from remote locations. They're going to have guests come in who are former <laughs> players, current players. <laughs> They're going to have all this, you know, basically they're just going to be sitting on their couch watching the game talking about it, and that's going to be cool. Oh, like we do. Yes. <laughs> it's exactly, but they're going to be. Will there be it. snacks? I, I, I'm i <laughs> certain there will be snacks. I can't imagine there wouldn't be. Will there be beverages? So it's perfect. I mean, it's going to be really cool, and I, I'm excited to at least watch the first one just to see. I would watch it. That'll be I,
0: interesting.
1: But I'm always fascinated when they have those megacasts for the national championship game. I'm 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 surfing around now. I'm a I'm a production guy, television. So I, I'm curious so how they it execute it. I, probably so,
0: but that, I'd like to watch a game with you sometime. Y- okay, we can do if that if I could do it without having to drive to Lawrence. Yeah, we could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could. meet in the middle yeah.
1: beneath that old Georgia pine. You want to go to his house
2: because when he's got the trigger out, it's worth
0: it. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay.
2: Did you find any names? Yeah, I found everything. We
0: stalled for um, you.
3: So the names that I was surprised that they protected, obviously, was their new acquisition, Philippe Myers. Um, you were surprised because you
0: were surprised he was there, right?
3: Yeah, I was surprised he was there. I mean, I just looked up at him. He's 24 years old. He's a young defenseman. Uh I guess probably trying to go for that youth movement but the player that I am surprised they did not protect was Nick Cousins because he was actually one of the better players this past season which I guess the
0: thing is they only they can only lose one
3: right yeah
0: they can only lose
2: one. You can only protect 8 skaters. You're supposed you're supposed to do 4 and 4 per the rules. The Preds did 3 and 5. Are you?
0: Well, I mean, it's it
2: the rule says 4 and 4, but it's Well, not, how did they get away with 5 not, and 3 then? Yeah.
0: It it's not really as It's more guideline than yeah, a rule. Yeah. It's oh.
2: more guideline, yeah.
0: Yeah. But so you know, once they lose Kelly Orncrock, that's all they're going to lose. Which is unfortunate.
2: I, I did see somebody said package the second rounder with Johansson or um, or Duchesne that we just got, the second round pick we just got from In Ellis the, Trade. Mm-hmm. Package that and try to send them up there just to get rid of the, the contract. That's I can see that happening. That's always happen.
3: something that's possible. Yeah, I, I, clearly
0: they want to get rid of one of those contracts, and understandably so. But if that doesn't work,
3: I, I would just think Yarncrock is going to be the most I likely. I Most
0: serviceable
4: for Four cousins.
3: Uh, From what David Poyle said earlier, I don't know if it was today or recently, he said that Matt Duchesne has a – he's going to have a lot of responsibility this next season, so that tells me that he Uh, expects Duchesne to be back next season.
2: Is is Shea – are the Preds going to get Shea Weber's contract to keep him on long-term aisle?
3: I don't
2: know. That, that's insane. That's something to keep an eye on. We'll talk about it more. Uh, tomorrow, back, 4 o'clock, following George Plaster at 2. Listen to George at 2. Stay here from 4 to 6 on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Check out sm-tnsports.com for all the latest and most comprehensive prep sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee. That's sm-tnsports.com. At sm sports on Twitter for... Hall of Famer Mo Patton and J.P. Plant on the controls. Lawson Smith, the intern. I'm Chris Yao saying have a great day and stay cool, Columbia.